Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Brewers lose two out of three over the weekend and continue the ebb and flow season. It has been the earmark of their season. And you've got Adam McAlvey of Brewers.com and MLB.com joining us now on the Schneider Orange Hotline. And Adam, it's just a team that they take one of the teams, uh, one of the league's best pitchers, they get to them, make them sweat, and uh, can't capitalize. And yet uh, they can get a win seemingly on a day in which they just start pounding hits inexplicably. I I still can't figure this team out, but some of their mainstays still still struggling at the plate. It's just been a weird, weird year, man. Yeah, it's like one step forward, two steps back kind of a year mm-hmm. for, for this team. And, you know, uh, that, that Shane Bieber game is a great example of their year. It's, it's, it's maybe the best pitcher, one of the best starters in baseball right now. Um, an AL Cy Young candidate, and you, you get his pitch count up, and you get to a point where you have the guys you want up as he's getting to the end of his day, and you don't get the big hit. Um, that's been, I mean, that's baseball, but that's kind of been the story of this team's season is that they're not, it's too simplistic to say they're bad. They're not bad, but they're also not great, and they're not, they're not punishing teams when they have an opportunity to punish them. And, and it's why they've been sort of right hanging around that postseason picture, but not able to get on any kind of consistent role and not get over 500. I mean, you got you, you, maybe a team will make, make it this year under 500. It looks like that'll happen. But um, the Brewers, just every time they flirt with 500 and it looks like here they go, they fall back. And that's been the way their season has gone. So uh, let, let's start with the offense. Uh, it at times looks as if it's starting to come out of it. And I really did. I, they had won six out of ten, and I said very quietly, I was listening. You and I talked last week. I was listening to some of the guys in Chicago saying, hey, don't count out the Brewers. September's when they flip the switch. And then they just can't seem to, in, in critical situations, get a hit. And, and yeah. has it, it just been a different approach this year, or, or what is it? Well, you know, they, they brought in all the new pieces and the idea was to, you know, platoon at all these different positions and whether it's because of the odd season or because they made bad choices, uh, those pieces have not fit together. The puzzle is, it has not come together and they've made changes already way quicker than they would in a normal year with Brock Holt and, and with Justin Smoke to try to just eliminate a bat that they felt it wasn't working. And from their analysis, it wasn't, you know, the likelihood of it getting better was low. So they made a move and 
you know, I don't know that Daniel Vogelbach is the answer. It's it's definitely just taking a flyer on a guy who was available and put up big homer numbers last year. Um, the answer is more likely just getting more out of the players that they're expecting to get more out of. And, you know, that's the guys in the middle that had opportunities. Yelich, Keston Hira. I think Ryan Braun is really important to the next couple of weeks, getting him on the field and getting some production out of him. Um, it's those middle-of-the-order players that are going to have to carry the team in these final couple of weeks. And I don't think that there's like outside answers at this point. The answer has to be getting more production out of those players. And look, I just, just to say one more thing, and you know, it, it always feels like it's because it, the, the team you're watching is the only one having a hard time. It, this has been a weird year and a difficult year for a lot of really good players like Christian Yelich all over baseball. And I just happen to be looking at, if you look at the lowest war um, uh, in baseball of, of qualified hitters, you're talking about some of the best players in the game are on this list. I mean, number one, the worst, the least valuable player in baseball this year has been Josh Bell. I mean, Josh Bell is a really good player for the Pirates. And J.D. Martinez is is in the low bottom five. Andrew McCutcheon, Andrew McCutcheon is seventh from the bottom. Um, there's Miguel, well, Miguel Cabrera is on in years, but there, there's just some really good players who are having awful offensive seasons. And whether that's guys who are impacted by the quick ramp up again, not having like a true spring training, whether these are guys who are impacted by no fans in the stands, I don't know that anybody has like the black and white answer to it. But um, Christian Yelich is not the only really good player who's just not carrying his team like he's accustomed to. Yeah, well, I mean, look, other players throughout Major League Baseball that are superstars are not having the same type of season they expected from the very beginning. So it's not just Christian Yelich. It's just a weird year, statistically speaking, I guess, when it comes to Major League Baseball, right? I think that it, I think that's true. And, and you know, the, the craziest thing is yet Yelich predicted it from the very first day of summer camp when he came back. He said some really good players are going to have really awful years just because in 60 games – you're not going to get the at-bats for things to normalize if you get off to a poor start. And he did, and, um, you know, his... Uh, uh, we've talked about this, Bill, how the fact that he's sort of let all of us into the mentality of a superstar athlete having a miserable year has been really an interesting sidelight to this strange season. Um, he's worked really hard to, well, as he put it on the last homestand, be good at baseball again. And it's, it's been a huge struggle for him and a huge struggle for other really great players in this game. But, you know, you can't put it all on one guy, but he could be a guy who could really do some damage and carry a team for a week or so. And in a season like this, if you have a great week, it changes your fortunes so dramatically. I, uh, I I look like this, it, it, I said at the end of the week, coming into the Labor Day weekend, we would get a really good handle as to where the Brewers are at. Uh, we keep waiting for the next week and the next week and after this week. You had talked about Craig Castle saying, well, next week we could talk about something dramatically different. We have found yeah. that with the Brewers this year. Um, you know, I know there's this chase and you're only a game behind making it into the postseason. Is there an, a, do you get the sense that there's an energy that this team is excited about being right there regarding the postseason. I get the sense listening to guys at times that yeah, they're glad to be playing playing baseball, but it's just it's almost like a a 
dragging a bone anchor through a season right now for some of these guys. Do you get that sense? I, I you know, I do, Bill. And you know, again, it's it's hard. It's dangerous to make um, to draw conclusions like that when you're talking to three or four guys a day in this Zoom press conference setting. Um, so look, we have to say up top. We don't know what it's like to play baseball this season because we are all, all of us, the writers, the broadcasters, the, you know, the talk show hosts, so separated from what's actually going on in the clubhouse and on the field that who knows. But I will say that there is a weight to all of the comments that players make about this season. It is, it is work this season more so than another season where, yeah, they're all working really hard and they're putting in these insane hours and they're playing 160 games in 173 days or whatever it is. Um, But they're playing a game and it's fun and you're with the guys and it's what they live for. This year, I think it is much more work. And look, you see comments from players around baseball where they'll talk about how a week feels like a month, especially when when you're on the road. Because there's just nothing to do. You're basic. I mean, I think the the vast majority of players probably didn't leave their hotel room yesterday on an off day in Detroit. They play video games or connected that way. You're FaceTiming with family. You know, you're you're killing time, and it's making this whole season feel like it's a lot longer than it is. And you know, it's a challenge to to you see teams trying to generate energy in these games. And the Brewers have tried to do it. They got Brent Suter and the bullpen band out there. And they're doing their best to get up for these games. But it is it is work. And I think it is worth acknowledging that that is something that's totally different than a normal season. And some clubs are proving more adept at dealing with it than others. Um, and I don't know that there's like a formula to figure out how to become how for this, you know, for this Brewers team, everyone wants to see him take off. And I don't know that there's a formula to say, OK, here's how we do it and we're going to do it. Uh, before I let you go, uh, I've talked about Craig Council and all the moves that he's making and trying to manipulate and, and do things with the pitching staff. And Give me your overall assessment in a very short season, kind of this sprint beginning to end, and the guys that they have had to use, the numerous amount of pitchers that they've had to use. Give me your thoughts about the movement of Craig Council when you talk about the manipulation of the pitching staff. Well, I think he is in a really challenging position because he is trying to push the buttons that are available to him while not panicking because the season is only 60 games. Um, The worst thing a manager can do is be panicky and make uh, knee-jerk reaction moves. Uh, That does not work. And you hear comments from players saying that one of the council's strengths this year has been the calm as they've ridden this roller coaster. It's, you know, fans want action. They want hitting coaches to be fired. They want players to be punted when they don't perform. Um, for the manager, it's uh, that balancing act between making moves when they need to be made and staying the course to try to get something out of the guys that you were counting on. And more than any other season, it has been, I think, really difficult for him. And that's reflected in sort of the up and down uh, of this season so far. Good stuff, as always, Adam, and uh, we'll continue to chat. Hopefully the Brewers can get a few wins, put them together, and all of a sudden they're back to 500 and they stay there and actually climb above. Okay? Well, huge games on the next homestand. Cubs, then a ton of games against the Cardinals. And those games against the Cardinals are going to probably be what decide whether the Brewers play into October 
or whether this is uh, truly a 60-game season. Yep, no doubt about it. Good stuff, buddy. We'll talk soon. See ya. There you go. Adam McAlvey, Brewers.com and MLB.com, joining us for a couple of minutes on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. They've been doing it for a long time. Call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 